Hello, podcast friends. This is Jen Barron. I'm a certified general life coach, and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. I'm recording this on May 3rd, 2022, and here in Indianapolis, Indiana, it finally feels like spring. We had a very chilly, even snowy April, which sometimes that can happen, but man, oh man, was it... I didn't like it. And I was getting a little grouchy pants because it, I was just ready for some warm, not the 30s in the morning. So it's a beautiful day. My office outlooks or looks out onto the street and the buds in the leaves are coming out. There's a super fun squirrel family that lives in the tree that's right outside. And there are four little baby squirrels. I don't know if there's a particular name for a baby squirrel, but there are four little ones and there's a tiny little runt and then a mama squirrel. And oh my goodness, they are so much fun to just watch them play and rough and tumble. And oh my gosh, just do all the things. So I'm very grateful that it's getting warm outside. And the other thing I wanted to tell you about was one of the things that I got for my birthday last week was a sky chair. They can be found on skychair.com. This is not an advertisement for them, but they are so much fun. I'm so glad I finally bought one. It's one of those swing chairs that you've probably seen at home shows. I first saw mine at the Fargo Street Fair that happens every July and saw it when I was probably 15, 16, 17, um, and just knew that I was going to get one. And for a number of reasons, I just had it. And I thought, you know what? When my wife was wondering what I wanted for my birthday, I thought, this year's going to be the year that I'm going to get one. And I'm so glad I did. They come with, or you can get an optional footrest. I highly recommend the footrest. And when you're in the chair, you just feel like you're floating. So that is my plan. I am going to go sit in my chair after I am done talking to you via this recording today. And what I wanted to talk to you about was... The fact that our significant others, our family, our friends, people in our lives do not need to be mind readers. There's kind of this, just this notion out there that if so-and-so really loved me, I wouldn't have to tell them X, Y, and Z. And I bought into that for a while. I really did. But what I see it as now is if if someone if I'm expecting someone else to read my mind, it's because I am scared to say the thing. I'm scared to ask for the help. I am scared to have a difficult conversation. I am scared to bring something up. It's it's not that that you know, oh, if they loved me, but what's really underneath that is a good relationship looks like I shouldn't have to say this or that. I shouldn't have to be clear about this or that. They should know that that's how I feel about something. Oh man, can you just hear that? Can you hear 
all of the judgment and the drama and the assumption and the crap that that is going to add to any relationship. I mean, are you able to read their mind and know what they wanted? No, of course not. And so why do we think that they should do that for us? And how about instead we start small? I always suggest starting small. That we start small and ask for and talk about things that are on our mind. Like, for example, um, if my wife's in the kitchen and I really want something, but we call it being covered in Labrador, if the dogs are laying on us, hey, babe, while you're in there, will you you know, fill up my water glass because I'm covered in Labrador. Well, what I'm doing now is even if I'm not covered in Labrador and she's in there, I'll ask for the thing. And it shows me that I can ask for things that I don't have to get up every time myself. So start really small. And, um, and then do that with other things that are important to you. If um, you're wanting to go out for your birthday instead of staying home, or this year, I felt like staying home and getting my favorite pizza, which happens to be some guy's pizza um, on Allisonville and 62nd Street. That's what I wanted to do. And so I just told her, of course, I mean, well, not of course, my wife asks, what would you like to do for your birthday? But this year, I already knew. And so I told her that I would love a sky chair. I would like the um, pizza. And I would also love to get dessert from Pots and Pants, a great little pie company around the corner from us. And so I just laid it all out. And then she surprised me with a couple other things, a super sweet card from the dogs and also some flowers. So there are some things that she chose to add in there, but there's nothing wrong with asking for the thing. If I spell something all out like that, it doesn't mean anything about our relationship. It doesn't mean that she doesn't love me. It doesn't mean that she's not romantic. It doesn't mean that stuff. I'm asking for what is important for me. And I'm being very clear about it. And it's something that I will just continue to practice forever because it is not something that most of us, especially those who are socialized as women, are encouraged to do. A, we're not even supposed to have wants or needs, let alone express them. That can be seen as bitchy or needy or bossy or pick any other crappy, stupid adjective. But I'm really switching that around and I'm seeing more and more all the time that having wants and needs is normal. It's healthy. And asking for those things is also normal and healthy. And so, like I told you, I started small because when we start small, it's easier for our central nervous system to feel safe in doing it. And it's just a little bit at a time and a little bit at a time. In science, that's called titrating. So you're just practicing. You do the thing and your central nervous system is like, oh, okay, we didn't die. 
when we asked our wife to bring a glass of water. Oh, okay. Okay. So the next time I'd be like, Hey honey, can we watch such and such a show? And just doing things like that builds up that muscle of asking. And it shows us that we're safe, that we can be comfortable doing that. And it's just really, really good practice. Just like when we were learning to walk, which most of us don't remember, but maybe we remember learning to ride a bike. You know, we started with the training wheels and then eventually we took the training wheels off. And so do that same kind of thing with, with training wheels and then do a little bit more and a little bit more. So there's nothing wrong with telling anyone in your life what's important to you or what you want. Another great example that I've suggested a lot to my clients, and I don't even remember where I learned this. Um, I don't remember who I got this from. Otherwise, I'd give them the credit that they're due. But when you're going to have a conversation with somebody, and especially if it's your significant other, going in, tell them whether or not you just want to vent or verbally process something, or if you want them to help troubleshoot or brainstorm something. Because what happens so often, especially in a heterosexual relationship, but not necessarily. Um, my wife can do this too, because she is such an amazing problem solver. Um, when I start talking, she might then start offering up suggestions, but that's not what I wanted. And so what I've started to do, if I just need to vent or want to express something, I will say that, Hey babe, I just need to get this off my chest is, is a common phrase that I use or, Hey, you know what? Can we talk about such and such? I would love to get your feedback, your thoughts, your opinions, et cetera, et cetera. Because then both people have a clearer understanding of what is wanted or expected or asked of them. So that if, if I'm just wanting to vent, then my wife can see, oh, you know what? I'm just going to listen. I just need to listen. She doesn't need me to help solve anything. And then when I'm doing that, I'm getting practice in asking for what I want and asking for what I need. And then there's no, you just, there's so much more clarity and no one is stepping all over toes, making assumptions or anything like that. There's just so much clarity from the get go. So I highly recommend doing that, um, before almost any conversation, but especially with your really close, intimate conversations. And especially, especially if there tends to be Kind of if one person tends to try to be the fixer in the relationship, just ask for that clarity from the beginning and start small with asking for what you want and asking for what you need. It's a great practice, something all of us need practice in. And I, I suggest it. I support you. And I just, I, I've seen what it can do in relationships. So give it a whirl, see how it goes. So thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you. I'm Jen Barron. I am a certified general life coach, and this is my podcast, Reset Your Mindset. 
Have a great day and make today amazing.